At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome into the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Jonathan Von Tobel here on a Friday as we are live in downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino, right next to the Gloria Sportsbook. Uh, coming up on the program today, good guests. Uh, Chris Bennett is in charge of Major League Baseball numbers here at Circa. He's a sportsbook manager here. I want to find out if days like yesterday and today are a rush for him or if he just hates it. No. It was a rush for me, i tell you that. Oh, no kidding. And, and what they did with the Padres numbers initially, how they brought him back to the pack, what they did with the Dodgers numbers net, then after that, uh, Brad, uh, Brad Evans on the show, Dynamite Fantasy uh, personality. Uh, we'll get into season-long NFL props with him. Lufa Nakaro on the UFC and David Thorpe recapping the NBA draft, which we'll do coming up in about five minutes. But yesterday was a total whirlwind. you got to love days like that. And I, I just wish that the sports calendar would drop like this now every single yep. year at the back end of July where you would have the MLB deadline along with the uh, NBA draft, like back-to-back days. It was sensational. I didn't know what the hell was going to happen in the next five minutes. Okay, you get so you get the trade deadline drama of Major League Baseball. And then, of course, in the draft, you have everything in terms of trading picks and getting deals done right before the draft happens because you want to know what your pick's going to be if you're an NBA team. It was nuts. I was just sitting on Twitter. There was a point where I had the draft on, but I realized that I was actually just watching my tweet deck the whole time because yeah. I just wanted to see what was going to come down next. I wasn't even watching what was happening on the television. It was. I was actually a little disappointed that we didn't get a monstrous NFL deal yesterday. Right. Some news, like maybe Deshaun Watson could have been shipped off like around 4 o'clock Pacific yesterday. The Blackhawks are like, release Marc-Andre Fleury yes, too? Yes, right. Like, He's going to call it quits. <laughs> Let's Whatever. just get some more chaos. Um, but, you know, the, the baseball stuff that took place, you know, I, did you... 
Were you were you tracking stuff on apps? Were you thinking about making a bet yesterday as stuff was coming down, and you thought I'm going to get the best number right now before they shifted? Well, so one of the thoughts was like because it was too too late, right? Like for example, so the news comes down, and I see wow, Circa has moved the San Diego Padres, and I was like, oh wow, okay, so Scherzer, that was pretty quick. They yep. moved that, nothing really there. And then I'm, there's no thought of me to look anywhere else because I'm like, okay, well, what's going to happen? Like, are the Dodgers going to go and get Danny Duffy or whoever it is? And then with the Dodgers coming in at the 11th hour and pulling that, and from what I understand, still not officially official yet, so we'll see if it's going to actually happen. But that was insane. And if you have the like, if you have the foresight to go, no, Dodgers still in it. I'm going to grab L.A. Like, yeah, that's a move, but I didn't see really any opportunity to do so. No, you know? neither did I. Not at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and and by the way, once. The, the the news initially again came down on the Padres getting Max Scherzer, like you said, circa move from plus nine seventy five down to six to one. Yep. And I'm trying to like just toggle through the apps just to see what numbers are available. Uh, I noticed that MGM they just they were hanging a nine to one on the Padres the entire time. They, just they didn't move. I didn't see him move it for a second. They they stayed there. I, I never made one bet. I I personally have the Brewers at eighteen to one to win the National League, so I'm hanging strong on that ticket right now. Um, but there was no reason for me to get involved. And then it just the, the backtracking or the fact that the Dodgers came over the top and said, well, no, hold on. What about if we make you an offer for Scherzer and Trey Turner? Mm-hmm. And the Nationals like, okay, well, our phone, you know, give us a call, right? We're here. We'll listen. And evidently the Dodgers offer was good enough for the, for the, for the, the Nats to say, yeah, screw this deal with the Potteries. We're going to go over to the Dodgers instead. I, I would love those instances. I would love to be a fly on the wall in the Potteries oh, front my. office. Oh, like oh. you're high fiving your field. We got this. We got Scherzer. We're going to surpass the Dodgers. We can win this thing. And it's like, hey, guys, actually, we're going to get Trey Turner. Like, yeah. like it's going to yeah. be a whole Ho- thing. Yeah, so. hold on a second here. We'll call you back. And then they just never call back. Incredible oh. the way that that unfolded. And then the thought was, okay. So the way it's shaping up right now, and the Padres are, you know, what, five, five and a half games back Mm -hmm. of the Giants in the National League West, the thought is, well, if the Giants win the West, or even if the Dodgers overcome their deficit right now in the standings and overtake the Giants and they would win, the thought is, well, at least we have Scherzer now, and we kept him away from the Giants and the Dodgers, and in the wild card spot, we don't have to take him on, we don't have to face him, in fact, we can probably throw him out against that team. And get creative and use you Darvish if he's in trouble, like in the third or fourth inning or whatever. Right, that would be the plan of attack. But mm-hmm. now it, it just completely flipped their world upside down. Yep, uh, it's absolutely brilliant, and that, and that was the thing, right? That's why you like the guy, like the, the acquisition of Nelson Cruz. It blocked other teams from going to get him. Right, and now you get this, where not only do you block the biggest rival of yours to go get him, now you can use him in the highest leverage of situations against them. Like it's absolutely brilliant what they were able to do. Yeah, and it sucks if you have a ticket on the Padres to win the National League. Yeah. The National League West, or you know, the World Series in general, and then what happened with the Yankees making another move for Anthony uh, Anthony Rizzo? Well, if you take me back to the end of the 2016 season, I would have lost a lot of money if you would have yeah. said in five years the Cubs are going to trade Rizzo, and on deadline day they're probably going to get rid of Bryant and maybe even Javi Baez as well. I would have said you're out of your mind uh, after they won a World Series. They're lifers there in, in Chicago. Nope, not the case. He goes to the Bronx, going to be uh, with the Pinstripers now as well. So nice addition. They had to have it. Welcome into the program today. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, along with JVT, in for Paulie today, live in downtown Las Vegas. Circa Sportsbook at the resort and casino. Starting this over, uh, hour talking off about how zany yesterday was with the Major League Baseball deals happening. The deadline is today, of course, so we'll keep you abreast of anything that uh, takes place, if anything does, early this morning across that sport. And then all of the news breaking like in and around the beginning of the NBA draft. Yep. And before we get into like the news of the Lakers and uh, how that took place, and it looked like they were going to get uh, Buddy healed, 
They didn't. They made the move for, for Russell Westbrook. I noticed a spot yesterday that even after Woj dropped that major bomb about how 1-2-3 was going to be Cunningham, Green, and then Mobley, mm-hmm. like it was pretty much set in stone at that point, right? A couple of hours after that, I noticed a book uh, that I searched numbers for all the time. They still had... Green minus $6 to go second overall, wow. and Mobley minus $5. Now, as I'm looking at those numbers, and Woj basically has been near automatic. His track record is awesome. Near. The news, like I, I didn't make any bets, right? Yep. The news breaks that after he reported the Lakers are probably going to add Buddy Heald. Nah, hold on a second here. Maybe the first Woj bomb in history that was incorrect. Because Shams uh, came off the top rope and said, eh, they're going to go get uh, Westbrook instead. That was, so I know people, for the most part, don't really care about that kind of stuff. Yeah. That was one of the more fascinating things that happened yesterday. Somebody clearly fed Woj, like, some trash, right? And it does look like maybe there were conversations, but it was nowhere near as close to happening as he was making it out to be in some of his reports. And there was, like, there was these conversation on Twitter that Rich Paul and everybody have some issues with Woj and maybe he had some people feed him a BS story about what was going to happen with the Lakers and why that's why that happened. But I'm with you. Like, it's funny. So I, somebody um, um, tweeted me too. And it's like, Hey, these are still up. Do you think you should play them? I was like, absolutely. It's been reported. Uh-huh. And then you get that go down. And I was like, well, I mean, like, I still feel pretty confident uh, uh, this yeah. is going to happen. But, but, but is there, a, is there like, a moment of hesitation there? There's, like, the right? finger hovers for a second, and I'm like, well, I don't know. Yeah, it, You're, you're getting ready to pull the trigger, and you're, like, in the back of your head thinking, wait a second, Woj's, Woj just for the maybe the first time ever got something wrong, like, say, an hour ago. It's funny. The 9,999 times out of, like, whatever, 10,000, yes. he's been correct. Not a big enough sample size. Right? And I'm just like, clown! <laughs> right. like, let's go, man. You got fed a fake story. Right. Zip it up. Yeah. Is it possible that, you know, at number three, it's not Mobley or somebody yeah. trades up to number two and it's not going to be green at that point? Who the hell knows what's going to happen? So yep. uh, that was pretty chaotic, obviously. And then really the first overall bomb that we had yep. uh, was Suggs not going number four overall in the draft. He dropped to number five and Scotty Barnes goes number four to Toronto. Yeah. And I saw, and I texted you immediately. It, I feel like this means that. Pascal Siakam could potentially be on the move. I think right? so. Right? I, I just I wonder what a lineup of Fred Van Vliet, OG Anadobi, Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, and what you're going to do at center, like what that looks like. Boucher, maybe, right? Yeah. Like what is that going to be from an offensive standpoint? Because when you initially look at a lineup like that, like who's your guy who's attacking off the bounce and creating offense for everybody else, right? Who's your finisher within four feet? Who's driving addition to these guys? And like that's just to me kind of the worry is. I don't see much north-south opportunity for an offense like that, and, and that's kind of the thing that turns me off. Well, I didn't think that Toronto would pull the trigger there, but it led, that was like a domino effect. It led to Jalen Suggs going to Orlando, which I absolutely love. I think it's an absolutely brilliant pickup for the Orlando Magic, who yeah. I thought needed, right? It was part of the reason why I made the argument that Scotty Barnes shouldn't go in that slot, because maybe they can go with Kaminga as opposed to him. So, yeah, it was nuts to see that actually happen. I know there were rumors out there. You brought up Toronto media saying that they felt like Barnes was a better match than Jalen Suggs. So there were rumblings, but it was still shocking to see it actually happen that way. So, yeah, we had that conversation yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Where all of a sudden, uh, two people who, you know, were really all over the NBA draft, talking to a bunch of the teams, they're well-connected, they're putting together their mock drafts. Two people, as of, uh, you know, yesterday, they actually had Barnes going number four. Yep. And then got a message from Tom up in Canada, loyal viewer here to VSIN. Uh, we're on Sportsnet all across that country. Good morning, Canada. Uh, and he said that the NBA analysts on Sportsnet are like, no, uh, 
this is Barnes is a typical Ujiri kind of player, right? Mm-hmm. And they're not saying that Suggs is going to be the guy. In fact, they thought he wasn't going to be drafted at number four overall for the Raptors, that it was going to be Scotty Barnes. And then I was able to find on Wednesday, I'm, my days are all mixed up, who the hell knows. Uh, I got down on Suggs to go over four and a half plus 375. I did buy back a little bit. Mm-hmm. On Suggs to go at number four, so I, I gave some of it back, which that was my biggest regret of the entire draft. Yep. I should have just stuck to my guns and held firm at, at Suggs going over four and a half plus 375. Yeah. So I got burned a little bit there by giving some of it back, but that was the first, like, people were stunned at that. They, they were convinced that Suggs was going to go number four overall. And, and so to, to say, too, before we get to the rest of the draft stuff, in terms of fit and what Scotty Barnes means, it, it is fair to say, like, you know, uh, for example, like Atlanta for me, any player Atlanta selects now because of what they've done in the draft the last three years, I'm like, okay, like it'll fit, right? They're like they're, they're they're the, the way that they have developed players, right, I think they deserve a, okay, it'll probably fit. And I think Toronto's in the same vein, right? Undrafted free agent Fred Van Vliet is now a, a solid pro, right? Yep. OG Ananobi developing into a legitimate wing player. Pascal Siakam developing as well. So they did Boucher, right? Chris Boucher has been a dynamic player too. So uh, I wouldn't like punt on this completely. It was surprising you, but you're right. And then after that, like the way the rest of this draft went, you know, especially after Josh Giddy goes number six, I mean, to me, so it's very rare in the draft. I got screwed. The Kings got me twice. Yeah. Davion Mitchell, that to me, we weren't talking about fits. So you're going to roll out Darren Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, and Davion Mitchell, Davion Mitchell yeah. all together? Mm-hmm. Like that's, that was the one that I think there was a consensus of what the bleep just happened. Well, and by the way, they, they are the antithesis of what you just said with the Hawks, right? Right. If there's a team that you can trust to fail miserably in the draft, it would be the, the Sacramento Kings if you go back and look. And by the way, like that people will say, well, Mitch, they've had so much turnover, it's not been... But that's, it's, something's in the water up in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. If you, is there a single human being that could possibly, from like 2000 to today, could name the Sacramento Kings coaches in order? All right. I think that would be Mission Impossible. Well, or the front you know, at least they're, they're uh, Luke Walton, you know what I mean? Luke well, Walton yeah. has a good tenure. But going. how many coaches they've had since Adelman was there? Of course. And how much turnover they've had in that front office? It's impossible, right? But they get it wrong every single year. I went back and looked since like 2000 with the Kings. The 2017 pick of the year in Fox, that was a home run. I think in 2009-ish, when they took 2010, when they took DeMarcus Cousins mm-hmm. at number five, I, I just I loved Cousins and I thought he was really good in the NBA and they never built anything around him. I was say for a while he was really good. Yep. Absolutely. Um, other than that, they basically whiffed on almost every single one of their picks. Yep. And they they actually they got an inside the park home run on a crappy swing with Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, that's yeah. The, he's right. he, they also he appears to be a guy that's going to be really good. Right. And and it's funny because I just don't trust that they did it. I feel like they just were like uh, let's pick Tyrese and uh-huh. he's actually a legitimately good player. Uh, but you're right, like, and we'll see what happens in this regard. Davion Mitchell could potentially be a really good player, but you're talking about fit. You're talking about a team that is loaded with guards, right? Like at this point right now, it wasn't necessarily a position of need that you go ahead and draft for, uh, but that was incredible. And how about Booknight? Oh, oh my God. James Booknight. Who, what was that? Every single indication was top 10 guy. Top, not even top 10, sorry. Top 7. Top seven guy, he's going to go within there. He draft prop closes six and a half. As I mentioned on social media, he closes minus 1,200 on the index prop at DraftKings to be a top 10 top selection, 10. and he goes 11. Yes. Just kept sliding. He, nobody wanted him. His, so his prop opened up 10 and a half. Yep. And after the workout that he had, you know, reports are coming out, oh, my God, he is blowing teams away. He's going to be a top 10 pick, high lottery guy. And then it just kept moving down to nine and a half, heavy juice on the under. Then to eight and a half, mm-hmm. super heavy juice to the under. And that prop just kept moving and moving and moving to seven and a half. Then I saw six and a half, like minus 185 to the under last night. Yep. 
And the thought was, for sure, he's going to go to OKC at number six. Like, lock it in. It's going to happen. And I had him under eight and a half. No good. That was a loser for me last night. As, uh, you know, the Thunder took Giddy. I did have Giddy under, but I who had Giddy going number six? Right. That was that was shocking, too, right? Like, Giddy all of a sudden going in that slot as well was pretty surprising. Because I think at the most, I think it was tied to Golden State at the highest. And that was like one mock draft that I saw. Right. Right, with Giddy. Um, but then if you look, so this was one of the things, the, like we get a lot of hindsight analysis once guys slide, right, in, uh, in the draft. But I thought there was one that was relatively solid in terms of the analysis. And I can't remember who had it, but it was essentially if you look at Book Knight and the way he fits in certain situations, are you going to use him in a situation with Shea Gillis Alexander and, of course, Golden, uh, Steph Curry, right, two spots that he was rumored to go to. When he, like last year, he shot like what, 29% from right, three? Right. He's about a 31% career three point shooter. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit more Bradley Beal than he is, like, you know, Buddy Heald in terms of the ability to play off the ball. And, and I like, thought about that. I was like, well, that does make some sense. But the fact that every piece of intel we read was like, watch out. He's not getting past Golden State. Like, it was crazy. Yep. Like, that was the part that was so shocking because every piece of intel from multiple pundits said he's a top seven guy. Lock it in. Yep. Like I said, he's going six, he's going seven. Like He's probably not going to slide uh, beyond the Warriors. And then I think there was one person who I follow who does this stuff uh, you know, for a living, Jonathan Wasserman, Bleacher Report. He put out a report earlier this week that said, you know, it's starting to fly around that uh, Zaire Williams from Stanford could go as high as like number eight. Yeah. You're like, wait a second here. No, no, really that high? And then he actually goes number 10. And his draft prop was 18 and a half. Him, 18 and a half, and that was a pick. He was plus 330 to be a top 10 pick. Plus 330. But, and like, and this is, this is the one I think, out of all of these, wow. it's been very shocking. But where the hell did Josh Primo come from? Draft position closing of 27 and a half. Yep. Not, I don't think he was listed in the top 10 index prop. And all of a sudden, the San Antonio Spurs, who, by the way, we do this all the time, it's like, nah, you're a kid. He'll go to San Antonio, right? Sangoon was the guy who was like, right. he wasn't going to get past 12, but I think everybody just thought, ah, the Spurs will draft them. They love their European players. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's Josh Primo. And I guess, like, like this, is the, this is the randomness of the draft, right? Now we have a couple of these guys the last, last three years. Primo this year, Pat Williams last year, Cam Johnson the year before, yep. where you're talking about, like, end of the first round type guys. Teams see them. They can't find opportunities to trade back, and they're like, screw it. Let's just take them here. Picks probably four through 16 in the neighborhood. Yeah. Absolute bedlam last night. Oh, that's great. Right? And so people who, again, you know, the mock drafts, trusting their information, that kind of stuff, did not have a great night, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part, the mock drafters did not have a, a great night. There is one person, and I, he's kind of a buffoon, not going to mention his name. I, I, does, he, does he do this, uh, like, on the side? As the guy who puts together mock drafts, I don't even know what this he's trying to do. This is the first time I've seen, a, like, a mock draft with his name on it in he's, the NBA. Okay. So. He had one pick right. And it wasn't the first And it wasn't pick. Kate Cunningham going number one overall. That was the thing. I mean, what are we doing here? Look, you're, because I'm with you. You, you have, you, stop. You have, you don't, don't ever put out a mock draft ever again. Like, NFL mock drafts are, are relative, like, they're easier to put together at a higher accuracy rate. Because, again, positions are rigid and position needs are rigid. If I need an offensive t- tackle, right. I'm going to go get an offensive tackle. If I need an edge rusher, I'm going to go get an edge rusher. In basketball, right, the San Antonio Spurs, they have a lot of needs, right? And so Josh Primo is a really random thing to happen in right. an NBA draft. You're going to get that a lot. But to get one and to have it not be the first over a pick who was minus 8,000 to go in that slot. And by the way, this person also is a sports betting analyst. Oh, so I, forgot, go, I forgot about that part. Right? And so to go with 
not Cade Cunningham as a first overall pick, right? Like yeah, Jalen Green. Yeah. Like <laughs> what that, a joke! It was pretty surprising. What an absolute <laughs> joke! He had one pick right in the entire first round. Yeah. Oh man. Ugh. Good thing I didn't submit my mock draft for Point Spread Weekly. Call it quits. Yeah. You are the authority on nothing after last night and what took place. Can I uh, can I tell you which draft I really liked, by the way? Or you want me to say that? Do you mean like uh, which team? Yeah, which team? No, go ahead. The Houston Rockets. Yeah. I like that what they did a lot. I think Jalen Green's going to be a really good player. Uh-huh. Usman Garuba, more, the, the guy we were talking about yesterday, right, who slips ultimately 15.5 opener, closes 17.5, and, and ends up going to them at 23. Josh Christopher, like I really like what they did in the NBA draft yesterday. I think they addressed some needs, and they have they, like they have a sneaky amount of good young talent. Kevin Porter Jr. now, yeah, sure. right, is on mm-hmm. that team. Remember that, you know. Chris now Wood. you have Jalen Green, Chris Wood. Like there are some things to like there about the Houston Rockets. I think for sure. I also like the pick for the Nets in the first round, Cam Thomas. Yep. I mean, he is a like they need more guys to score the ball, right? Mm-hmm. But yep. he is going to be someone who can actually. And I know I think it was Jalen Rose who was going nuts over the pick last night, but in a good way, right? He loved it. And it makes a lot of sense, but like their offensive efficiency is already like the best of all time. Right. You and know? it's funny when you read the report. <laughs> it's funny when you read the report for Cameron Thomas. If I didn't tell you what team he got drafted to, it's perfect because it's all positives about his offense. He's incredible, plays off ball, can shoot extremely well. Yep. He stretched the floor, all of these things. And then if you look at the improvement areas, uh, indifferent defender, especially off of the ball, plays very casual style. <laughs> it's like it fits perfectly. But, you know, I thought one of the, the good things I saw too was like, look, if you're going to get rid of Landry Shamit, Go ahead and get another guy who can fill that role, and Cameron Thomas can do that at a much cheaper price. Yeah. How about Luca Garza going under his draft prop? Yep. 54 and a half, 55 and a half. He actually was drafted number 52 overall by the Pistons. Yep. And that was a good one. I, I liked that. That was pretty interesting. And I think, uh, really quickly, just so I can find this one too, how about um, one of the movers that we discussed yesterday, Joel Yai? He yeah. opens up 30 and a half, right. closes 40 and a half, and he goes undrafted. Yep. yep. And that was pretty surprising because I thought Yai would be at least a guy at the end of the second round flyer. Who could provide a lot, you know, a lot for a team? I mean, when he when his prop number opens up thirty and a half, okay, yeah, that was the wrong number, right? But you think even though it drops to forty and a half, he's going to get selected by somebody late second round. Did not take place, and uh, was he the biggest dropper of the night? This was a winning bet for me, Sharif Cooper. Yeah, his prop was, uh, I think, it opened around twenty and a half and moved all the way to as high as twenty three with juice to the over. He was taken 48th, yep. but again, by the team that you just mentioned five minutes ago, who you like, and you have to give them the benefit of the doubt over the last three or four years, the Hawks. Yep, you have to. They, they've done a great job drafting and developing young pieces. They've been a great job. So, Yep. Uh, it's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, and the VSIN College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings, for every single team, now is also a great time to get your all-access VSIN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free trial, um, your free all-access trial today at vsin.com slash subscribe. Again, vsin.com slash subscribe. We will try to make some sense of what happened in Major League Baseball yesterday, what a ride that was. How did the numbers adjust in the National League? We'll tell you coming up next.
365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus From the OddsTrader.com studio at Circa Resort and Casino, it's Follow the Money. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. So the news broke yesterday. Ken Rosenthal, I think, was the first person who I saw uh, tweeted out when he said Padres close to acquiring Max Scherzer. Picked up steam after that like it was going to happen. Dennis Lynn, who covers the Padres, said that the Padres did not like the prospect of possibly having to face Scherzer in a wild card game. Now they won't have to worry about it. That's what we talked about Mm -hmm. 20 minutes ago to begin the show. And then that deal just dropped off the table because Jeff Passan eventually tweeted out not long after, breaking news, the Dodgers are making significant progress on a deal that would send them star right-hander Max Scherzer and star shortstop Trey Turner. Mm -hmm. And then, so as of right now, the deal is not officially done. Is that correct? Yeah. But I think it's close to being done. Close to being done. Whatever little intricacies on the deal, whatever it is, but I would assume that it is going to happen. So here's what happened at Circus Sports. When the news first came down on the Padres, they moved the Friars from plus 975 to 6-1 to win the uh, the World Series. Then they tweeted out a little bit after that. uh, They went back to plus 460 on the Padres just to win the National League. Plus 975 to win the World Series. They moved the Dodgers from plus 225 down to plus 175 for the NL. 
and they went 475 to 355 for the World Series. I mean, you're assuming that they're going to catch the Giants? Right? I mean, like, because if you're, we're talking about plus 175 for a team that is currently in position for a wild card. Right. That has to win a one-off. And baseball is kind of random. Right? Like, it's, at that point, yes. that, that's not worth investing in in any way whatsoever, just given the situation that they're in. Mm-hmm. What is it? What, like, what's that number if they're five games out in the division? I don't think it's going to be much, <laughs> much higher, to be honest. I really don't. Yeah. Because, again, like deadline days today, we're going to start hearing. Like, it, it really never dropped off this year, JBT, where right. people keep saying, oh, the Dodgers are still going to run away with this division. What I've been hearing that yesterday? for four months now. What did you say yesterday? You're going to lose it if you heard it one more time? Well, yeah, that was until they, you know, well, no, of they course. make a zillion saying. moves, of course. But status quo, yeah, come on. I mean, they are who we thought they were. They are who they are at that point. Yep. Who we thought they were was a team that could win, you know, 105 games, 110 games, according to some people, maybe even more than that. Not going to be the case. And the Giants, by the way, the Giants, I went back and looked, the Giants got swept by the Dodgers the first time they played them this year, yep. right? They have owned the Dodgers since then. Absolutely. I don't know what it is. Matchups, if they're just, they have, you know, the, the, pitching, the pitching to go against the Dodgers because they don't, I know they took care of, of the Giants the other night when they got Walker Buehler like a runs of support, but overall, like the Do- Giants have more than held their own this year against the uh, LA on well, the field. And that's the tough part is they only have three games left in their regular season series. Yeah, and so like if you're the Dodgers, you obviously have to take care of business in all these other games. But now at this point, other than the three games that you have under your control, you just got to hope that the San Francisco Giants are going to start to slough off here a little bit, right? And remember too, like they're still potentially in the running for a Jose Barrios type, yep. right? I mean, the Padres could still go ahead and acquire him. Uh, as well, but you would think that if you're the Giants and if you're the Padres, who the Padres didn't sit still, but if you're the Giants specifically, you're not done. Like you're going out there and finding something else. You have to, but but you also, I mean, especially after what happened yesterday, I'm not going to tell the Padres to double down. Mm-hmm. But a guy that you just talked about, Barrios, you you need to be. I mean, I'm sure they have been right talking to the Twins, but do what you can to secure a guy like that. Yeah. If you're if you're going to lose out the way you did to Scherzer, and the Dodgers are going to say, screw it, we're going to come over the top and offer more, then you need to find somebody else. You know, nobody's going to be at Scherzer's level in terms of who's going to be available at the deadline. But Brios is a nice, like, consolation prize, I guess, if you will. By the way, side note, Brios mm-hmm. goes today. If you plan on betting the Twins because of him, you, you need to lock him in, like, right on the phone. Yeah. Whatever you do, make sure that you list him as the starting pitcher because who he could be pulled within two hours of the show. And he's like, no, Brios not going to be the starter today. <laughs> right. And you're left with bunk yeah. as uh, whoever's filling in for. And I'll say this, too. Because it's not just Barrios as well. So if you're if you're the Giants, that you make two moves, kind of like the Dodgers did too. They've been tied to Chris Bryant as well. Jose Barrios, yep. Chris Bryant, go get it done. You can at least, in some form or fashion, match what the Los Angeles Dodgers. Did sure, you can. Extent. Right, right. You yep. know, like if you were willing to give up enough, you know what it took to get Scherzer. Yep. Then, obviously, stay stay around that same price point. As to what it would take for another guy or a group of guys to bring him in and improve your team, do it. Yep. And by the way, the way the Padres have, you know, not only approached 2021, um, but the way their mindset has been, the fact that they're actually going after Scherzer after they added what they did in the offseason tells me that they, they're going to do something here today. Yeah. Like they are complete. Chips have been in now since the offseason with this team. Well, and it is cool to see that there is this run, right? And teams are just arm racing it up. Let's go. Like anybody can win this thing this year. But let's yeah. push it all in and let's see if we can get something to improve on the margins. More baseball coming up next. Uh, more on the trade deadline. And how long have we been saying the market is out of whack with this? Details on that coming up next.
First Bet has a special offer for new customers. Get an instant $10 free upon sign-up, and then $10 for every $1,000 wagered up to $1,000. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. And when you go to vcin.com slash horses, you'll find a new feature. Daily Saratoga picks from veteran handicapper Ed Seahorn. Use the bonus code VEGAS1000. That's vcin.com slash horses. Promo code is VEGAS1000. So here is the market that uh, I just I could not wrap my head around, JVT. Mm-hmm. Going into yesterday's action, the American League Cy Young winner. And I'm not saying this because I do not have Garrett Cole. I wanted nothing to do with his uh, short number this year going into the season. I was looking around for other guys who would be, you know, offer better numbers. Uh, and as the season progressed, you know, we're having really good seasons. Could they sustain it? That kind of thing. But he was basically minus 120. And I... I looked at BetMGM and other books. He was in that minus 120 neighborhood before yesterday's game. Mm. How on earth? And I know that he was good like in his last start. But again, he had that huge stretch where after the sticky stuff went away, he was terrible. Right. And it's not like he has overwhelmingly unbelievable, you know, the numbers are like Jacob deGrom. They're not. And he hasn't been like that at all this year. And you've had other pitchers like Carlos Rodon, like Lance Lynn, others who have been just as good, if not better, in key categories than uh, Garrett Cole. And then he got absolutely destroyed yesterday against the Rays, and they lost 14 to nothing. I would say, like, so I would agree with you. And I think the thing, what annoys me when it comes to Cy Young voting sometimes is people will put an emphasis on innings pitched, right? And so he's got 130 innings pitched. If you're talking, because all the guys ahead of him in ERA have, like, I think much better candidacies, right? Lance Lynn, Carlos Rodon, Kyle Gibson, Shamanai, Robbie Ray, like all these guys. Yep. I think are better in terms of what they have put forward as pitchers. And you mentioned some of the blips on the radar for Cole, but he's got 130, 130 and a third. And I have heard in past, like when Cy Youngs have been up for debate, some voters will defer to innings pitched for some reason because I guess it shows longevity, whatever it is. Yeah. But I think this is a case where you're right. I would look anywhere else but Garrett Cole at this point in the American League. Yeah, he because to begin the season he was like plus three fifty. I'm right. like I'm not tying up my money on a guy who you know. He was awesome a couple of years ago with Houston. Um, like, he was plus $3 in that neighborhood. I'm not going to do that for six, seven months. And by the way, they don't announce these awards until, what is it, like November? Yeah. So it's even like it's a like month NBA or so. Awards, yeah. It's crazy, right? So they actually, they finally made the move. He is no longer odds on. Wow. It took an explosion yesterday by the Rays on offense to finally pe- call, you know, catch people's attention and to say, oh, we got to move him down the betting board. So Lance Lynn is now your favorite in the American League. He's plus 110. Okay. And he was plus 275 yesterday. Cole moved from minus 120 to plus 170. And, you know, Rodon was not good yesterday. He's been a little iffy here lately. Um, overall, on the season, he's been, you know, really, really good. But this current stretch, he's in not great. He went from plus 225 all the way down to plus 350. Really? But you're right. There are other guys in the mix. Bassett goes today. He's the guy that I made the case for. I got him at 200 to 1 a little while ago. And, Robbie Ray is now down to thirty-five to one, and after, you know the the his uh, penultimate start mm-hmm. was not good against the Red Sox, but when he t- uh, you know he faced him again earlier this week, he was he was solid again, six strong, only gave up one run. So I think Robbie Ray is now back into the mix here in the American League Cy Young. Yeah, I, I think out of all of those, right, Robbie Ray would probably be the one that you're looking at to take your opportunity with because. Like, if you're talking about some of the numbers in terms of Ray and what he's done, like, outside of the traditional stuff, like, he's been, he's back to striking out guys at a really high yep, rate. Yep. His walks are really down, and he has been... Always the, a key for him. And he's been the, the anchor for Toronto, right? A team that we really questioned, like, pitching depth, I think, at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. He's been absolutely tremendous for them. 
I, I would agree with that. And you're talking only about like a 2.8% chance at a price like that, 35 to 1, mm-hmm. that he would win the American League. I think he's got a little bit of a higher shot than doing that. His ceiling, and I've talked about this before, because I've played fantasy baseball a lot over the years, mm-hmm. multiple leagues. He's been a guy that I always wanted on my team, but eventually I knew what was going to happen. Right. Right. I'm going to cut him or I'm going to offer him in trades, like buy, buy a super low right now. He's available for peanuts, right? Uh, because I always thought like he could, if he would just limit the walks yep. and get it together, he has such great stuff and that capability of striking out like 13 guys per nine. Like every time he goes out there, this is finally the year, knock on wood, where it seems like it's go, you know, coming together for the guy. Look at his last three seasons. So these are his walks per nine. 509, Oof. 434, 784. That was last year? That was last when year. When he was a disaster, yeah. This year, 2.36. Well, okay. He, like he's completely he hasn't even cut him in half. Like I don't even know what that is, right? Like it's yep. it's incredible what he's been able to do. And then like you said, he's always been a dominant strikeout pitcher. He always gets swing and miss stuff. His strand rate's insanely high. Like this is this is a guy that if he just figured that out and now he's there. So I would agree with that. ERA at three oh four. He's been the best team he's been the best guy on potentially a wild card team. We'll see if they can make up the gap. It doesn't look like they will potentially, yep. but regardless, you could I think you could definitely make a case that he's up there. I would make the case more for him than I would for Garrett Cole. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, in, the, in the National League, some movement, some noticeable movement uh, in the National League. DeGrom is now down to like minus $8. He was recently minus 1400 mm-hmm. So obviously with the injury right now, and the guy on the move, I am uh, heavily invested with great numbers across the board on Zach Wheeler. He's still like 25 to 1. He's still 25 to 1. So, yes, he lost yesterday, and he gave up two runs. They played a doubleheader, right? Yeah. Seven inning doubleheader. It was Scherzer against Wheeler. Great matchup. Scherzer was really good. He gave up two runs in the seventh to lose three to one. Yeah. He was still fine. His numbers are tremendous. I have him ranging from 40 to one all the way up to 80 to one on several tickets. And I don't get how he's still 25 to one. Regardless, the guy who is now on the move big time mm-hmm. is Walker Bueller. He's down. Don't look now. Bueller is down to six to one. I think he was 35 to one as of last week at some books. Yeah. I don't know if I get that one. I that's a, that's a huge move for him. Yeah, it, like it, just given the fact, like and like Walker Bueller's been really good, and I think there's a like you know I was talking about this like, like a couple weeks ago. It is pretty noticeable. His strikeouts are down, and he's still their best pitcher at this right. point right now. But if you look at everything, like given it all around, I think Zach Wheeler would be at the top of the list with what he's been able to do, dude. Yeah, he's been model consistency. He's like the top end guy for the Philadelphia Phillies who really need like Aaron Nola has fallen off by the wayside, yep, and yep. he has taken up the mantle of their top guy. And he has been rock solid all year long. He leads baseball in war. Right. You know, for, for everyday players, that's a big thing. For pitchers, it should be as well. And again, yeah, the numbers from start to finish this year, he was leading in strikeouts recently at 25 to 1. Like he's never dipped below 18 to 1 yeah. at any spot that I paid attention to. 18 to 1, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. Need more respect for my guy, Brandon Woodruff. What's with that drift, huh? You got 15 to 1 on him, and now all of a sudden he's 25 to 1. Yeah. Still yeah. got a 2 1 4. Let's go. And look who's creeping back down now. It's Burns, yep. who's around 10 to 1, I think. And he was recently as high as, I think, 20, maybe a little bit more than that before he's been strong again here lately. So, you know, if DeGrom, if this thing goes into August and, you know, he doesn't really come back, oh. the, these numbers are going to continue to move big time. That's why my question would be to you is that, like, at what point is, is a better you like, all right, that's enough. He's not winning this because right. he's not missed. Right, exactly. Uh, we'll continue. Obviously, you know, such a big day yesterday in the NBA and Major League Baseball. The deadline's coming up here uh, today. We'll look at uh, remaining schedules for teams in the National League. Some of them have an easy path. Some teams do not. We'll explain that for you coming up.
365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With exclusive bets, daily specials, odds, boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options, BetRiver Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting and to make your experience even more rewarding. BetRiver's offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRiver's your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Got to be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-0717. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Iowa, 1-800-BETS. The Speed Demon, JVT, in right. today. Mitch Moss with you as well, live in downtown Las Vegas. Before we get into uh, breaking down some of the schedules here in the National League, coming up for these teams in August and September, um, said this earlier. If we, if you could go back to 2016 when the Cubs won the World Series, in that span from winning the title to like spring training of 2017, if anybody would have said, you know what, I bet this team trades Rizzo in the next five years, I would have said, here's my wallet. How much do you want on this? Yeah. Right? How much money do you want to get down? Not going to happen. Like the cornerstones of the team to break the curse, right? Rizzo, Bryant, Baez. They're going to be lifelong Cubs players now. Forget about it. Lifetime contracts. That's going to be the deal. 
But it's crazy how close, like how quickly that window seemed to close for Chicago. Oh. Right? Like they were competitive, obviously, for a good couple of years, but like it seemed very quickly where it's just like, yeah, middling team, you'll win a pretty poor division every once in a while, but like yep. no real threat, right? And to add to your thing, not only that, would they not be on the team? I'll make you a deal that they might even get all traded in the same season. Yes, right. right? Like that's the other part about. It. And by the way, the Cubs would like cover his contract when he goes to the Yankees. Yeah. Because part of the deal is the Yankees wanted want to avoid the luxury tax. Yep. Insane what teams are willing to do right now to, you know, get rid of contracts, make trades happen, whatever. So here is uh, after the news yesterday and how can you blame the guy? Rizzo goes out to the Ivy on the outfield wall. And he's sitting there just like taking it all in with his family. That's a really cool picture. Jordan Bastion tweeted that out, who covers the Cubs. That's really awesome. Uh, and then uh, Rizzo, and uh, this show is on Marquee in Chicago. And, of course, they are the flagship TV partners uh, with the Chicago Cubs. But here is Rizzo on Marquee yesterday after the news. Anthony, if you have one message that you'd like to send to Cubs fans far and wide, what would it be? That I love them, that I love you guys. Um, it's just the best best years, best time of my life. Um, and, you know, it's, it's I don't know, there's so much right now, it's, it's hard. I, I think, you know, even a couple of weeks when we come back to play the White Sox, so I'll be able to talk more on it, but right now it's nothing but love. Yeah, can't really blame the guy if he's going to be a little speechless, right. you know, after getting dealt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you that can just we, see. he adjusted pretty quickly, though, huh? That yeah. we, yeah. when we come back to play the White Sox. Well. Sure. He's already been fitted for his jersey, I'm guessing, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Cap's already on. Yeah. So this, you know, the Cubs, there's something out here in Las Vegas called Big League Weekend. Mm-hmm. They put it on, like, every spring training where a couple of teams will come here and play. Sometimes it's the A's against somebody in the American League. But for a lot of years, uh, it would be the Cubs. And once the Cubs started coming to Las Vegas, that thing would, it was the hottest ticket in town. Yep. Well, that you thing the would Vegas sell out tie. in two seconds. Well, yeah, the Vegas tie with Bryant. Right. And, like, the Cubs are just the, the Chicago Cubs. Of course, that's it. Like, everything, those things were insane at times over the summers. So how about we compare uh, some schedules for teams in the National League and how this thing might play out. Uh, the Padres, they get Colorado, JVT with the series today. They play at Oakland then. After that, they have a six-game homestand against Arizona and Miami. Four at Arizona, then three at Colorado. So for the next couple of weeks, on paper anyway, the Padres might make some hay here yep. and pick up a game or two in the National League West. Uh, their September is absolutely scary. Uh, the Dodgers at Arizona now. Then they get Houston and the Angels at home. Three at Philly, three at the Mets. Three versus the Pirates, four versus the Mets again. Three at San Diego, three versus Colorado. That's then Atlanta in September. The Giants, they had, they start a series tonight with Houston. Yep. How about the timing of that? Yeah, three games left for Houston. Like it's, it's cool that they get interleague play, but the Giants now... Trying to hold on to this league in the West. Oh, here come the Astros of town. And your your division rival just got Max Scherzer. So you better you better lock it up. Yep. If you look at it from the perspective of just like remaining strength of schedule, and this is why I always find it fascinating because you know if you go to Tankathon, they do this where you can get the remaining strength of schedule. In Huge terms fan of, of the website, right? It's absolutely brilliant. But to me, in baseball, also, it's really important to where that stacks out, right? Because to mm-hmm. your point, you talked about September for the Padres. I can tell you that the Padres have the 14th hardest schedule left in the Major League Baseball, right? But it also depends on how those shake out, right? If you get all those tough opponents coming up in the next four weeks, I think you're feeling great because, like, all right, let's get these out of the sure, way. Let's play sure. these, and then we can coast the rest of the way. The Giants have a relatively hard schedule, but it's easier. I, I'll tell you this. like, I, Well, I'll let you continue, but like, if you look across the board, there is some opportunity for some of these teams, especially in the American League, to start making some moves that are a little bit uh, further down the board. Okay. 
uh, another team in the National League here quickly. The and this is like for home field advantage, maybe throughout yeah. the National League playoffs. I think the Brewers are three games back, or they, I'm sorry, they have 60 wins. I think the Giants have 63 right now, top of my head. Uh, in August for the Brewers, get a load of this. They have six against the Pirates, four at the Cubs, three versus Washington, and three at Minnesota. That's 16 games against. Well, we know how bad the Pirates are. The Cubs are selling big time, the yep. way it appears. The Nationals, not only did they are they going to deal the way it looks, Scherzer and Trey Turner, but Kyle Schwarber, once he comes back, yeah, he's not going to be our team anymore yep. either. And then three at the Twins, who have been maybe the biggest disappointment in the entire sport this year. Right. And that's actually a really fair point, too, because if you just whittle it down to strength of schedule, it doesn't account for the Chicago Cubs jettisoning everybody. Right, right. right? Or, or the New York Yankees, who might be on your schedule, adding Gallo, adding Bryant, like the, or excuse me, uh, Rizzo. Like that's going to be the massive difference here too, which is a little bit harder to judge by strength of schedule. But that's <laughs> you're going to be able to add some distance there to yeah. the Milwaukee Brewers. Where where are the Mets overall? Tankathon remaining SOS sixth hardest schedule left in Major League Baseball. It, it, okay, so that makes sense because like it's kind of a mixed bag in September. Right. They have eight against the Marlins, four at Washington. So that's twelve of their games. You're thinking, oh my God, they're going to coast, right? Well, hold on. They also get the Yankees, Cardinals, Phillies, Red Sox, and Brewers. Yeah, that's brutal. Right. Well, and even Miami. Miami's not traditionally a bad team, right? Like, sure. That pitching staff, it's going to be a pain to get through those games. You might win them, but they're going to be like those 3-2 contests. They're going to be a, just an absolute nightmare to get through. Mm-hmm. Betting baseball, it's a funky sport. Yep. Um, put it this way. I bet the Red Sox yesterday. And I made the case for Rodriguez on the show against the Blue Jays. Yep. I, I, what was that score? You could tell me it was 25 nothing. I'd say, okay, I believe you. Yeah. Just I stop watching it. At a I, I gave point. up when it was like nine nothing. I think the final score is thirteen one Blue Jays. Yep. Right. So I actually like Boston in that game. But some of the guys that are going today, uh, Kevin Gossman does go against uh, Valdez tonight. Giants Astros. Boy, that's a good matchup. Mm-hmm. Gossman, here you go. You like looking at the uh, some of the underlying numbers. Gossman two two one ERA. The FIP two nine nine xFIP three five two. And the Babbitt, he's been fortunate this year with a two twenty four. Yeah, Gossman's been solid. Like he's. And like even with him, like there's a differential. If you go like 221 on the ERA to 352 on the XFIP, like you mentioned, but like you're you're regressing to a one of the top end pitchers in Major League Baseball, right? So like it, there's nothing really there that would make you want to jump on sure. that in that regard, right? Like it, across the board, like the, it's funny because as you watch the numbers play out from the differentials, at, they even out as the season goes along. Oh yeah, like those will oh, yeah. tighten up in a big way. And at the beginning of the year, Gosman was one of those guys that you could see potentially fading a little bit. But he's tightened things up, man. He's great. Yep. He goes against Valdez tonight. 2.97 with the ERA. 4.30 with the FIP. Very respectable XFIP at 3.68. Do you want to take some plus money here with the Astros on the road against the Giants or not? I mean, I like this lineup a lot. And I do think at times when you're looking at the Astros, like they're going to be more often than not the team you want to play on. You're not going to find them at a small plus price or a small minus 105, many many opportunities. The issue for me is, like you mentioned, Valdez, that is a little bit of a worrisome differential, right, if you're talking about the FIP being 430. Like that's a pretty big gap between right. that and the ERA. And he walks a lot of guys, and that's part of the issue. He's not a big strikeout guy. He'll walk a bunch of dudes, just swing, you know, a uh, inducing contact type of dude. Those kind of fluff the numbers up a little bit for me at times with those certain types of pitchers. So I would rather, I think I'm going to stay away. The Houston at times will be, I think, tempting at those prices, but I think it's it's apt with a guy like Valdez on the floor. Look, uh, w- one of the best money-making opportunities in baseball this year has been, if you go back eh, to like end of June probably, yeah. was fading Matt Harvey in a variety of ways. 
getting creative, right? Maybe on the run line, maybe betting team totals over first five for the game, that kind of stuff. Look, I'll tip my cap to the guy. He's turned it around. And I've been off fading him now for at least three starts. He goes today. He, I think he's, what, plus 130? Mm-hmm. Was it in that, in that range, I believe? Um, his ERA is 6.65. The FIP, 4.43 for this guy. He allowed one hit in his most recent start. So he's his numbers have always been like he's not the like the just dumpster fire that he yeah. appears to be, right? He's still like a back end of the rotation, like fifth guy, not very good, right? But at the same time, you know, when you see an ERA of six, you're like 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 you said, every day was fade Matt Harvey Day. He's he, he is a little bit better than he has indicated. It's uh, not like something you want to go to war with every no, single time. No, it's tough, right? But, but against certain lineups at certain prices, he'd be a guy that you might make some sense, at, right? You want to take a shot today with the Diamondbacks, maybe in the first five? All this hoopla around the Dodgers. You know they're going to get a ton of money in this game. Like maybe the one bright spot, I think potentially in mm-hmm. terms of like overall ceiling, what the guy might do again potential would be um, Zach Gallen, who goes for Arizona. Yeah. So he's no Merrill Kelly. No, he's not. You're right. <laughs> Kelly would be the bright yeah. spot. Uh, Tony Gonsolin is the scheduled starter today for oh. the Dodgers. Only 34 innings JVT, but a 2.38 ERA. And a four seven five x FIP, four point one three FIP. So Gonsolin has been the dude that is like that was at the top of my list when you were gone. He's like a sell high guy. Yeah, okay. Like across the board, if you look at it, like the, that's the worrisome differential, right? Because the walks are there. The issue is like he's a high strikeout guy too. He bounces out the strike the walks with the strikeouts. But the times that you're not striking guys out, it's going to be a problem. He walks nearly five and a half guys every uh, nine inning. Killer, absolute like, killer. If I'm taking the shot. It would be here at plus 160 with the Diamondbacks against a guy like Gonsolin. Like, if I'm taking my shot against the Dodgers, it's going to be with Gonsolin on the hill. By the way, a uh, tweet here from Bob Nightingale last night. He said, get ready for this. The Dodgers and uh, Max Scherzer, his next scheduled start, again, if this trade goes through, would be August 3rd, next Tuesday, Dodger Stadium against the Astros. Oh, boy. How man. juicy is that? I'm in. Good luck in tickets for under, what, 1500 <laughs> Right. For that game? Uh, We'll recap some of the bets that cashed last night during the NBA draft. What a wild night it was. That's coming up here on VSIN. Follow the money. It's the Sports Betting Network. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago street course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Play.